In this video, I wanna talk about how being in a relationship or dating doesn't mean that you don't get to set boundaries or make your own choices about your body. Agreed. Um, I wanna talk about this because I think often relationships can confuse our notions of consent. There are societal what? norms regarding what's expected of you once you are in a relationship. Like the idea yeah. that if you looked a certain way when you entered the relationship, you somehow owe it to them. Uh, to continue looking that way. Ah, now I understand. So she's trying to uh, imply that um, there should be no standards for women in relationships. Okay, now I understand the woman is cool. So the point is, if the guy started dating a girl who is thin and attractive, and she later on becomes a land whale, the girl has... Uh, the, the guy should not leave the girl. He should stay because, um, you know, reasons. No, if you don't meet the criteria that you met when the relationship started, you don't deserve the relationship. And in fact, I, found, I find it egregious that some girls do this. They lose weight just to go into a relationship. Once they get into a relationship, they gain weight, right? And then they expect their partner to be okay with it. No, if the girl gains a lot of weight, leave her. Okay, let's continue. Or norms that um, that tell you that you're required to be physically intimate with your partner. Ah, so so also as the relationship goes on, you're not required to be physically intimate with your partner. No, you can do whatever you want. You can be physically intimate with other people. So here's here's why this norm exists for for womanists, right? The reason why this idea exists is because of the following: uh, some girls they get into relationships when they're 32 plus, right? after the wall, after being alpha widowed, etc. They're done having their fun and now they're ready to settle down. And so they get with a guy and they bait him in with bedroom fun. Then when he's committed, right? Then the bedroom fun tapers off because the point is that the bedroom fun was there just to hook the man. She was never actually physically attracted to the guy. And so this is why this um, this sort of a womanist brainwashing exists. It's to allow women to continue to use this strategy. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Uh, again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, please leave a sub, hit all for notifications. If you are listening on the podcast, give me a five-star review, give me a follow. Um, if you'd like me to comment on a video, compilation, blog post, Reddit post, please send it to the Helios blog at gmail.com. Uh, if you agree or disagree with my commentary, please, that's what the comment box is for. Let's continue. X amount of times to be a good partner, even when you know that these norms are bullshit, they can still make it confusing um, to navigate how to set boundaries and have them respected in a relationship. It's your body and yours alone, and being with someone does not give them any right over your body. Uh, I mean, I'm inclined to agree, right? Like, you are allowed to set boundaries. But to say that you're not required to maintain how you look, you're not required to have bedroom fun with your partner, this is taking the extreme way too far, right? And it's highly disrespectful to the partner. So when I say I want to talk about body autonomy, I use that term not only because it means to have control over what, um, or who uses your body for what and how long, but also because it's considered to be a human right. So we all have the right to control our bodies. Right. Um, and this does not change when you enter a relationship. It doesn't change when you've been in a relationship for 30, 50, 60 years. Sure. 
you don't have to have sex, be touched, or alter your body in any way if you don't want to. Uh, okay. This is true. You don't have to. You're not required to do anything you don't want to do. That's true. But there are consequences to your actions. So if you choose to make yourself, you know, to, to cut off all your hair, to gain a bunch of weight, to not have bedroom fun with your partner, you should then not be surprised when the relationship ends, right? You're not required, you're not forced to do these things. Nobody is forcing you. But it is important for people to understand in relationships that relationships are an exchange. So if the man is not getting a good deal out of the exchange, if he's not getting a physically fit, feminine, um, enjoyable partner to be around, then there's no point in being in the relationship. So yes, the girl does have autonomy over her body. She can choose and she can't be forced to make any decisions she doesn't want to do. I agree. But those actions that she chooses to do have consequences. Even if it's with your partner or you haven't communicated your boundaries before or they they have preferences about how you look. Even if you've set boundaries and now they've changed. Even if you shaved your legs when y'all started dating. When you want to stop or you don't like what just happened, you have the right to stop and to say how you feel. So when you want to do anything with your body, it's yours and yours alone. Oh, uh, one more thing about this body autonomy thing, right? Um, some women, what they do is they know their partner doesn't like tattoos or whatever, and they go and get tattoos anyway, right? Again, aside from being deliberately disrespectful to the partner, aside from that, um, it's also, it's also, um, it makes the girl less attractive. And then the partner is expected to just be okay with it, Right? And that's, that's, not, that's not how that goes, right? You can't behave a certain way that has negative consequences and expect for your partner not to react. So using exactly this girl's logic, you could say, my body, my choice. I'm taking these illicit substances and you can't stop me. And, the, and, and then you expect the partner to stay, right? Like, no, this is like ridiculous logic. Okay, we're going to go to the article. Uh, and it, again, ties in pretty nice, I think. Can modern women form real relationships? Many black pillars believe that all women have, are ruined for all time due to womanism. I'm here to tell you that there are women out there who can form real relationships and know they are not unicorns. The key is to vet women and understand some underlying concepts in order to pick properly. And guys, please don't let this imply to any of you that I want you to be cohabitating, that I want you to be married, and that I want you to have children in the West. Don't do it. But if you do want a relationship, this is the way. Oxytocin and pair bonding. When a woman sleeps with a man, her body releases oxytocin, which is the pair bonding hormone. Men also have oxytocin released when they have bedroom fun, but about one-tenth the amount. Oxytocin, like any other chemical in the human body, is subject to homeostasis. This means that the body adapts the release of oxytocin and stops reacting as much to it as more and more is released. This means that the more men a woman sleeps with, the less and less she feels attached to each one. Whereas the first love of a woman is accompanied by a torrent of emotions, later men only get a trickle. This trickle of oxytocin makes pair bonding impossible with later men. 
This means that women have to be very careful how many men they sleep with and who they choose to sleep with early on. And count as related to divorce. It should come as no surprise then, considering what you know about oxytocin, why a higher end count is correlated to divorce. The more men a woman sleeps with, the less oxytocin is released. This means she literally cannot feel as strongly for later men as for earlier ones. After a certain amount of men, N equals 7, divorce rates rise dramatically. This reflects a smaller and smaller release of oxytocin with time. Men, you should actively seek out younger women for this reason. You know, women in the rockstar phase, age 18 to 23. You are much more likely to keep a younger woman in a marriage than an older one. Womanist views of relationships. Womanism has taught women that men and women are the same. This is also true of popular culture. See Bedroom Fun and the City, the TV show. Women have been taught that sleeping around and wasting their youth is living their life and finding themselves. As a result, women in droves are burning themselves out and making themselves unable to pair bond. Womanism tells women that relationships, marriage, and children are unimportant and that finding a career and making money are the priority. Women don't understand until it's too late that they're wasting away the best opportunities to get married instead of capitalizing, and it's a huge mistake. So which women can you, uh, which women can you have a real relationship with? We can now finally get to the point of this post. Can modern women form real relationships? A modern woman who has burned out her ability to pair bond cannot have a real relationship. Most modern women who believe what womanism and popular culture have told them are unable to have real relationships. Either get a modern woman young and have a real relationship with her, one with the intent to have marriage and children, which you'll have to convince her of, or get a woman who's not modern. You're in for a very bad time otherwise. All right, let's go to this compilation here of TikToks. Let's see what we have here. If there's music, I'm going to turn it off. We don't need men. So we no longer have any need for you genetically or physically. Let's see what she has to say. For you genetically or physically. Sweetie, hold me back from... Oh, uh, right, right. This this TikTok about the we don't need you genetically or physically. Uh, I, I've actually seen the original TikTok. What it, what it was referring to is that they figured out a way to basically clone women or to use only woman DNA to have to have children. And so now women don't need men. But it's actually false. Um, because... Sure, like women can get support from the government when they have children, but even like like the children of single mothers have notoriously bad outcomes. So saying that you don't need men is actually um, taking away from your child's own development, your future child's development. Drop kicking people like you across the floor for some of the foolishness that you say. Y'all women are simply not physically strong enough. To hold me back from my unbridled rage. That's some of the foolishness y'all come up with. Like, babe, I know you mean well. For the women, I really don't think you care about the men. But babe, just know that if they didn't exist, all of the people that put up with what you talk about would vanish. There are- True. Exactly. She's she's talking about the... Starts with an S and ends with a P. Those guys. Um... That uh, you know, comment on these on these girls' posts and are like, "Oh my God, you're so good, you're so cool. I agree with your points. I would date you. I would marry you, etc." Like, uh, all it's doing is inflating these girls' egos, and they don't go after those guys anyway. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's ridiculous. Okay, let's let's move on to the next post. Okay. Okay. Next. accepting marriage is dead and even if i did get married it will end in divorce and it's a it's a, a guy in a i think it's an a, 
attack helicopter here. It's just like lying against the side. That's that's exactly right. Like 2022, this is how it's like for men. It's literally marriage is dead and remembering that nobody cares about men's issues. That's that's exactly right. Like um here's the thing. The marriage rate in 2022 is 6 out of 1000. And there's a reason for that. The reason why the marriage rate is so low is because um, there is no incentive for men to get married. There is only downside. At best, marriage is neutral for men. So why would you get married? There is only potential downsides. What? So you so you could be a meal ticket for a girl. So you can be her. Um, so you can be her saving grace when uh, after after she's made all the bad decisions. Like no, no man wants that for themselves. And I again, that should not surprise anyone. Okay, let's uh, let's see this next one. Okay, again, uh, I'm going to mute the music. When giving up on uh, when giving up on yourself, you're sabotaging your future because of how your present self feels about the past. Don't turn your entire life into one major regret because of a minor one from the past. You only think about what you've done when you're not doing. So the idea is uh, the following. The idea is the following. Um, men, you have many second chances in life, luckily, right? So... Again, even if your life is going badly, you can turn it around. For women, if they if they mess up their life early on, it's basically done, right? If they sleep around, if they ruin their ability to pair bond, etc. If they make bad decisions early on, it's done. But for you, men, uh, you actually have many chances. Uh, the only issue is uh, the hill is quite high to climb. Okay, uh, let's look at this one. You lose the ability to pair bond. Be safe out there, Kings. Let's see what this guy says. So obsessed with body counts. Women always play dumb with this question. But- Women always play dumb with the body count question. Here's why. Because women know that the higher their body count, the less attractive they are. So very often, girls will make their numbers a lot lower. So they'll like they'll say three end count. But usually, you can multiply their end count by about three, and that'll give you a more accurate uh, guess. But they know that the higher their body count, the lower her value in the sexual marketplace. Exactly right. That's why they will never be honest with you if you ask. They will never be honest about their end count. Uh, so again, in order to estimate, you just multiply by three. Uh, another way to tell is uh, just look at the triad of red flags, okay? Even if they don't tell you their end count, and you can you can tell. So uh, each small tattoo is five end count. Uh, each big tattoo is ten. Uh, all of the piercing on the ears that are not the you know the normal piercing, the the one in each ear. Each of those is a five end count. Um, the belly piercing is a five end count. Um, the chopped off hair is, is, a, is, a, is um, you know, also a, a sign. Um, masculine demeanor and attitude, um, all of that. And uh, not having a, a dad, not having a strong father figure in the home. All of these are good predictors of end count, even if you don't know her actual end count. So on the first date, look for those red flags and you'll prevent these problems. That's right. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to go to the next uh, TikTok here. And then I'm going to talk about this. uh, Okay, this one is very long, apparently. Cool. Uh, Let's go to this um, fake Tinder profile, okay? This this joke Tinder profile. Um, So again, these ones that I'm covering here, you can just Google search them, right? Uh, But the point is that these jokes have a lot of elements of truth to them that I'm going to analyze that that are important for you to understand, okay? 
So this is Kate, Caitlin and, uh, sorry, Kate, yeah, Caitlin and Jessica. So it's a joint Tinder account for two girls who live together. Uh, Caitlin is a 30 sarcastic girl and Jessica is a 22 sarcastic fourth one. But here's the thing, okay? In all seriousness, you must go on a date with both of us at the same time and be hot and pick which one you like better. So here is what I'm trying to get at, guys. In 2022, in the modern world, women are not selecting all men. They're only selecting Chad. And these girls here are telling on themselves exactly what they're saying is, we would rather share the king than be with a loyal pauper. You see the idea? These girls are talking about how they want to share Chad. And then have noted the, the giant tattoo on this, girl's, on this girl's arm. Yeah, and then this girl with wine. Again, red flags noted. So, and oh, birds of a feather flock together, right? So if one girl has sketchy behavior, sketchy tattoos, etc., you best believe that a friend is just like her. Or maybe she's not, but she will be influenced. So keep that in mind. All right, let's see, let's see what, um, okay, this guy is like complaining about his relationship ending. Next. Real men suffer in complete silence on Sunday night. I'm, again, I'm muting for the purpose of uh, not getting copyrighted. So here's the thing, guys. Um, you as a man, your problems will never be appreciated by women. So you cannot share your problems with women. If you do, you will be discarded. Men are not respected. They're not respected for um, their weakness. So if you show weakness, it will be exploited for the negative. It, it will be used against you, for sure. All right, let's continue. Again, if, if there's music, I'll mute it. I'm really different because, like, I'm a vibe and, like, I have my own job. I have my own car. Classic. Classic. This is like, I'm a strong, independent woman. Why aren't you more attracted to me? It's it's called solipsism, guys. So if a girl says this kind of stuff, I have my own job, I have my own car, I make my own money, I'm strong and independent. This is things that women are attracted to in men. But because they're solipsistic, they have trouble seeing things from other people's perspective. They don't understand that men don't find those things attractive in women. And so they become the men that they're attracted to and then don't understand why they're having worse outcomes. Women, we want fit, feminine, cooperative, uh, bedroom fun, loyal, and friendly. If you're not those things, we don't care what else you have. I can cook. I can clean. Um, I know how to make chicken Alfredo. That's my favorite dish to make. Also, I'm a Virgo, so, you know, you know that? Oh, my God. Okay, this is like all the red flags. The cooking and cleaning is great, but the, you know, astrology sign girls, I already made a video. They're on a whole nother level of red flag. If she believes in astrology strongly, guys, run the other way. It's not going to turn out well for you. That means I am a freak. Not you being a great listener, period. It's giving supporter. What a mess. Next. Which one? Do I need to tell you which one? Yes. I do? So you guys don't have complaint forms? No. No? So what do I need to do if I need to file a complaint? Is it on one of the deputies or is that on one of the city officers? It's a sheriff officer. Okay, hang on. I need your name, address, and phone number. 
Okay, so the, what the what the lady here is doing is she's actively, uh, she's like, give us dirt that we can use on you, right? You can't complain about officers. Yeah, okay. Ridiculous. Is this the form? That's, we don't have a form. I need that information from you. So you need and my... And one of the deputies will speak with you. So you need my information in order to follow, follow yes. the complaint. Yes. So you don't need the officer's information. You need my information. That is our policy. Okay, can you tone it down just a little bit? Yeah, the way that she's acting is actually very disrespectful. You see how she's, like, talking down to the guy? Like, again, this kind of stuff is ubiquitous in 2022. It's everywhere. The disrespect of men just as a matter of course, right? And it's like, you, like, like, you're just expected to take it, right? Like, a woman being disrespectful just because they can, because they, they have social power, because we live in a womanist world, right? And this kind of stuff, it's extremely destructive to the average man, right? Again, it's utterly ridiculous. Okay, anyway, um, we're going to go to this article. 12 reasons why there's orgasm inequity. And no, it's not that women are harder to please. So already starting strong here. I was young when I came to discover self-love, and I had orgasms long before I knew what they were. Nothing about it seemed complicated, I just did stuff for a few minutes and it happened. But later magazines, comedy routines, and sitcoms taught me that my body was mysterious and complex. Confirming what I'd been taught, uh, getting off wasn't as simple with partners as it was by myself. This is to be expected to some extent. There's a learning curve when you're getting to know someone new. But what confused me is not everyone was eager to learn. Oh, you mean when your partner isn't eager to please you, you're not happy? Sorry, I unnecessarily apologized to a partner for taking what I thought was too long. It's okay, I know it's harder for girls, he said, and then stopped. So the idea is, again, the guys don't really, like, okay... Here's the subtext, guys, because a lot of a, a lot of us are missing the subtext here. So she gets with Chad. Chad doesn't care about making an orgasm, and then she complains. She could have easily gotten with a guy that would take the time to learn her body, but no, she doesn't want to do that. She wants to get with the absolute apex guy, the guy who has a million options and isn't going to invest the time. Compounding the lack of effort I encountered from some, though not all, partners, it became harder for me when I started antidepressants. When I told my... Guys, red flag. When I told my doctor, she said, oh, that's hard for a lot of women anyway. I knew my body long and well enough to know that a woman wasn't... That being a woman wasn't to blame, but others didn't share my view that the problem was fixable. I grew hesitant to bring it up with partners out of fear that asking them to, out, to perform the supposedly impossible feat of giving a woman off was too demanding. It doesn't have to be the org, uh, the focus of bedroom fun, but if a woman wants one, she should have as much of a right to request it as anyone else does. Uh, again, uh, I'm going to quote Myron, okay? Myron Gaines. This is from the Fresh and Fit podcast. He says, For the purpose of having children, a woman's orgasm isn't that important. So, again, if a man, a man's orgasm is actually necessary for the creation of life, so women shouldn't want their orgasm at an equal level as a man. They should want it less. But... Many women in 2022 and in general, they, they believe that their orgasm is more important and, and that uh, bedroom fun is all about their orgasm. That's just how it goes, guys. In 2022, that, that's, that's how it is. Uh, okay. And here's some, uh, some stigmas as to why, um, you know, uh, what's it called? 12 reasons why there's uh, inequity, okay? 
One, people believe women are less into bedroom fun. Women, the story goes, aren't that into bedroom fun. They may enjoy it, but they do it partially in exchange for validation, commitment, or financial support. That, yeah, that's right. As long as a woman is getting one of those things, she doesn't need much out of the bedroom fun itself. To the contrary, a lot of research and lived experience indicate that women are as capable and wanting of enjoying bedroom fun as men. True, um, but here's the thing. Many women who are 32 plus who are looking for a meal ticket, uh, before the divorce, it's inevitable, they're going to not care as much about the orgasm. But yes, in 2022, orgasming a million times during bedroom fun is yet another requirement that women have of men that if they're not capable of fulfilling, she's just going to move on to the next guy. Okay, uh, uh, number two, um, spicy content privileges male pleasure. That's because spicy content is made for men. So yes, it's, you know, there you go. Okay, the myth of blue balls persists. According to Urban Dictionary, it's the excruciating pain a man receives when he doesn't uh, have bedroom fun. The entitlement reflected in the description is characteristic of most of the uh, of of most uses of the term. So again, there is no implication here that orgasm of a man leads to having children. There is only uh, I'm not having enough orgasms, therefore there's a problem. You see, you see what I'm talking about? Even though most women know no medical condition results from an erection that doesn't, you know, um, many of us feel guilty for not providing one. Uh, yeah, that's because if you're not able to make a man orgasm, you're literally not able to have a child. So, there you go. Uh, okay, there's more information in the media about pleasing men. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, there aren't many mainstream men's magazines that are obsessed with pleasing women. That's because pleasing women is impossible. <laughs> so, there's no point in, you know... Uh, again, the the way that a man pleases a woman maximally is by being a man of value. The way that a man becomes a man of value is by being a winner, by being superior. So... Like, at that point, the the orgasm will come much more easily. Pun intended, I guess. All right, we're going to end the video there because I'm sick of reading this hogwash. Again, if you're listening to the stuff on YouTube, uh, new to the channel, liking the content, please hit the sub, hit all the notifications. If you're listening on the podcast, give me a five-star review, give me a follow. If you agree or disagree with my points, please leave a comment. That's what the comment section is for. Uh, and thanks you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my content, especially if you made it to the end of the video. I do really appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching, guys, and I'll see you next time.